be sure to be sure to be sure welcome to the hello whores and facts and heathens and all around lovely people welcome to the random podcast with me mark hayes number 77 giving up trying to use my real accent to do podcasts because who cares Selling out, sell out his to call me. Becoming a leprechaun just in time for St. Patty's Day. Patty, Patty, oh Patricia, you served your country well, and now you have a day named after you. Patricia, you're the best woman Ireland has ever produced. St. Patricia's Day as they say in America. Um, what's going down? Friday, a bit late in the podcast, but who cares? I don't care, and uh, most of you probably don't either. You're just glo- you're just happy that, oh, we're squeezing it out. Squeezing it out before I go to my show tonight. Squeeze out some gibberish, and then I can feel better about myself, like I've accomplished something on this Friday. Happy days, fooling myself for life, and then I'll die, and I'll say, what? What have I done with my days? I wrote books there at one point, and then I don't know what I did. I did 77 podcasts, and did people care? Of course they did, across the legions of lands and legions of Edens. All cared dearly, hitting me up on Twitter, where's the podcast, you prick? And I said, oh, it's on the way, but I was lying. I was on my way to San Diego, and I said that to someone. Anyway, the jibber is back. Great start. Thank you. Paddy's Day tomorrow, St. Patrick's Day, worst day to be Irish in LA, I think, personally. My sheen, my one talent, my one piece of fame, it's all gone. Everyone thinks they're Irish. If you're Irish, get into the parlor. If you're Irish, I have to deal with people coming up to me singing these songs. If you're Irish, get into the parlor. And then they start swinging their arms like um, they're singing in an old 50s bar. And I start swinging my arm with them because you can't be rude. Don't get kicked out of the country. At least I was thinking it was like, oh, woe is me. Everyone thinks they're Irish. Isn't that awful? It's so annoying. At the start, it is annoying when you come to America. You're like, I'm Irish too. You're like, no, you're not. You have no shame. That That's a sign that you're not Irish. Where's the shame? Where's the crippling shame that you should be feeling at all times? You're not. You're a happy American. You don't have shame or superstition buried deep inside your soul. Um. Also, if you're a dude, where's your foreskin? claiming to be Irish and you don't have a foreskin get get out of the van as they say get out of the effing van you're no Irish man if you don't have foreskin dangling around like a little ferret isn't that what foreskin looks like ferrets ferrets and a fee lemur cat um, and then there I think I mentioned before there was this guy once and he was like oh man you gotta meet my Irish friend two of you are going to get on so well and he brought me over, and it was a dog, an Irish Labrador. No, it was a black Labrador. Oh, that was it. He was like, he's black Irish too. Went over, and there was a black lab whose name was Flanagan. That was, that's why he said his dog was Irish, because he named him Flanagan. Nice, nicely done. Nicely done. Myself and the dog. 
killed the man for being so stupid. He chopped him up and he's now buried in the back garden in West Hollywood. So if you're out there sleuthing around, a lot of you are sleuths. Sometimes people mistakenly think I call them sluts, but I'm not. I'm calling them sleuths. If you're out there sleuthing around, like a little sleuth, there's a, the body of a dead man. Chewed by his own dog. That's how Irish people roll. We we kill people together. We kill this man for being a fucking idiot. Can't wait for all the idiots tomorrow. Oh yeah, but at least it's better than being... Imagine if you were like a Muslim or an Arab. Now they must get annoyed living in America. So what can I say as a white Irishman who mistakenly is often thought of as American, I can't really complain when people are going around saying, Happy Patty's Day, and it's like, it's Patty. I, I used to care at the start. I was like, it's Patty, not Patty. And then I was just like, who cares? Let them celebrate. Let them go gung-ho. Let the Americans drink like they've never drank before. It reminds me of Good Friday when people in Ireland go mental because... The bars are shut down, so everyone's boozing, thinking, I'm going to die if I don't booze. If I stop boozing, I'll die. That's what's like here tomorrow. People drinking green muck. It's not so you can just put a little drop of food dye into the booze. And now you got yourself an Irish pint of piss. Do you like this Irish pint of piss? Is it green? It is. Stick it into me, please. Through the eyeball. Get me drunk. Get me sloppy, sloppy. Oh, what a sloppy day it's going to be tomorrow. And it's on a Saturday. Jesus. They have this block party here in LA in West Hollywood. It's a place called Rock and Riley's. I fucking hate that bar with some passion. Authentic Irish bar. Fuck off, you bunch of cunts. First of all, they banned me before. There was a bar next to it. And we were queuing up. Myself and my buddy were queuing. Queuing for ages, ages, way too long, and the bar wasn't busy. It's a pub, it's a bar, it's not a fancy nightclub. And the bouncer kept left leaving women in ahead of us, just loads of women, loads of women, loads of women. And eventually I was like, here, man, how long more? There's two of us. We've been waiting here for ages. And he was like, you're not a good-looking woman. And I said, uh, I'm not, but you're a cunt. And he got offended that I called him a cunt. And then we tried to go next door, and I didn't realize that Rock and Riley's was owned by the same owners. And they bounced the radio in, and he said, don't let that guy in. So they banned me. But I'm happy, because I hate that bear more than any bear in L.A. It's like the most fake, authentic Irish ever. They have all those dumb signs. Oscar Wilde says, has a wild time. And people are in there like, oh, yeah, Oscar Wilde, that's amazing. He's a poet like me. He loves women. And you're like, he's gay, you fucking idiot. Or he was gay. <coughs> and their bartenders are dressed up in, like, farming outfits from the famine times. They got the paddy caps. They got the long sleeve white tops. Looks like pajamas tops. They got braces on. And... I tried to order a drink there before, and they were like, pardon, I don't understand your accent. And I was like, you're fucking idiots, the laddie. Bunch of fucking dopes. Hate that place. Also, they always promote all load of women. Every picture they post online is all hot women. You go in there, it's all dull dudes. I mean dull. You walk in there, it's like this does not feel any way Irish. This is the dullest place I've ever been. 
but people think I love it because it's an Irish bar. And then they have these block parties where we're like, ah, oh, these bastards using the Irish name to make money. Makes me sick. Makes me sick. They do a block party every Paddy's Day, though. People go, I don't go out of spite. And you're dealing with idiots. And you know you can deal with idiots any time of the year. So why go be around an extra exorbitant amount of them? All crammed into one car park. So yeah, Rock and Roll is my least favourite bar in Los Angeles. Big Irish Patties. Patties Day Parade tomorrow. It is mental how crazy they go for it. It's mental too. I must have told the story in the podcast before the first Patties Day I was here. I was like, ah. Oh, I'm going to have five threesomes. Women are going to be all over me. Because at that point, my uh, accent was a novelty. And uh, ladies enjoy the Irish accent. And I was like, oh, this is going to be unreal. They're going to be throwing themselves at me. One bad thing about an Irish accent, I realize, is when the novelty wears off for a woman and she realizes I've nothing to say, that I am, in fact, very dull. I'm a dull man, nothing inspiring. I have very little deep knowledge i have some surface knowledge but after that you know once you start talking to me and you hear me once the accent zones out and you hear what i have to say you'll be like oh he's got fucking nothing to say well see you later leper boy um oh yeah so the first i was like i'm gonna have five threesomes i probably brought out like a box of condoms with me i probably brought out like a little leprechaun Pretending, oh, this is what we do in Ireland on uh, Paddy's Day. We bring out a a bucket of uh, gold coins, but uh, underneath the surface of gold coins, it was all condoms because of all the threesomes I envisioned having. And then I went out, and first of all, I forgot to wear a, white, a green T-shirt. I was wearing a white T-shirt, and people got very upset. They're like, you're not really Irish. If you were really Irish, you'd be wearing green. And I was like, what? No one does that in Ireland. Like in Ireland, Paddy's Day is relaxing. I just remember going like, oh, it's a day off, chill. I don't remember boozing ever. Maybe I'm wrong. Probably boozing now. Guinness have probably got their hands into the culture. And they're like, oh, you're not Irish. If you're Irish, then get fucking hammered. If you're Irish, come into the parlor and get drunk off your tits and do something that you will regret. The worst thing tomorrow is going to be the the amount of people who start drinking during the day. And then at night you meet them and they're going to have the stalest breath ever. Bad breath. Number one turn off. Get away from me. Get off me. I remember everyone I've ever met with really bad breath. I don't remember everyone I've ever met who have been who's been really nice, but I remember bad breath. No matter how good looking you are. No matter how big a celebrity you are. If you've bad breath, then get away from me. Um, so that, that's going to be fun tomorrow. The bad breath, the stale bad breath from people drinking piss cores with the shades of green. Do you like green piss? Here's a pint of cores with green food dye. Happy Paddy's Day. And they'll be like, I can't wait. I'm going to say Paddy's tomorrow. And then people are going to be like, it's actually Patty. Same Paddy's Day. And you're like, no, that's short for uh, Patricia. But I don't care. And I mostly don't care because I realized, I remember the first year, Oh, yeah. Well, the first year, I was like, it's not Patty, it's Patty, it's Patty, not Patty, it's Patty. And then I realized all these other idiots were like, 
yeah, you're disrespecting Ireland. And then I was like, ah, who cares? Because Americans don't care. They're not going to fix themselves. They only care their version of events. They don't care about facts. They just care about the facade, the party. Um, so that first year, I thought I was going to have all the threesomes, which, you know, I deserved. Obviously, deserved all the threesomes out there. If you're listening, threesome heads. Let's let's finally make the magic happen. Um, went out and went to one bar and chatting. My buddy was trying to use me as a a grenade, throw me into a group of women, and I just go in and be like, ah, to be sure, to be sure, ah, sure, Jesus, ah, sure, come on, no, come on, no, come on, no, come on, no, ah, sure, Guinness, Guinness, ah, sure. Here's another thing Irish people do in America. We just pretend we talk Irish, but it's gibberish. Like, oh, tell scammels to spare. Oh, and we'll catagum dulgadi and letters, marshay de holly. Oh, connus a tattoo. So if Irish, if American women are like, oh, speak some Irish, that's what we say. Oh, tell scammels to spare. That means there are clouds in the sky. Oh, and we'll catagum dulgadi and letters means may I go to the bathroom. Or, uh, what was the other one? Oh, Connors a tattoo. Sounds poetic, but it just means, oh, how are you? How's it going? Not too good. Spewing out the the bullshit gibberish. So then I went up trying to chat up these women, and uh, they were just like, what are you doing? And I was like, what? They're like, your accent's stupid. And I was like, what do you want about? I'm Irish. And they are like, no, you're not. That's so embarrassing. I was like, huh? And I, my whole world, it was like I was slipping down a muddy slope and I had nothing to grab onto. I was like, well, this is not how tonight's meant to be going. Slipping, I was grabbing for a bush, a roost, something to to stop me from falling down the muddy slope. But it got worse. I was like, no, I am Irish. And they're like, you're not even wearing green. And I'm like, oh, because who cares? And they're like, you're not Irish. And I was like, I am, I swear. And they're, I was, this is one of the worst points in my life when I was like look at my look at my ID and I had only my passport on me at the time and my hair was longer than the photo of my passport and they were like that's not even you and they were like oh my god and then one of the girls was like where are you from and I was like Cork she was like you're such a liar and she had studied in Cork before at UCC where I went to college for six years and she said I know the Cork accent and you do not sound like that you are a loser and they laughed and my friend laughed and they all laughed at me and I'll never forget the laughter it sounded like drunk leprechauns laughing at a mermaid as you do so that's when I was like fuck Patty's Day fuck Patty's Day and ever since it's been the same it's too much pressure, too. It's like a New Year's Eve for Irish people here. They're like, oh, what are you going to do? It's going to be amazing. It's not. It's not. It's too sloppy. Plus, people daytime drink, and then they're gone by the night. I only want nighttime drinkers. Daytime. See you later, losers. See you later, chumps. See you later, people who can't handle their booze. See you later, people wearing shorts during the day and then trying to get into a pub at night wearing shorts. Depressing me, you depressing bastards. Jesus, I had a weird one last night too. On a side note, I was DJing at a place, Skybar, and um, in West Hollywood, and I walk in, and I go up the steps of the bar, and I see like there's a there's a dude who he kind of looked like 
Tom Cruise in uh, Independence Day, that movie. Like, he had longer hair. He's wearing a bandana. Skybird's like a fancy place, but he was like, he was just sitting down, and I could see the bouncers talking, and he had crutches. He was like, not fat, but he's a bit portly. Long hair tied up in the bow, bandana on. And I, I, like, the bouncer was asking him something, like, quietly. And uh, next minute, the guy's like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Freaking out, but he keeps sitting down. And the bouncer's just, like, being calm. And he's just like, you're going to have to leave, sir. You're going to have to leave. And everyone in the bar was looking at him because he must have been doing something already. And the guy, he was still sitting down. He picked up his drink and he threw it in the face of the bouncer. And I don't know how the bouncer didn't snap, but he was just like, you're going to have to leave. And then the guy stood up and he used his crutches and he had only one leg. And the bouncers were like, you're going to have to go. And the guy got so angry. He was so furious. He was obviously in the wrong. It was nuts. But he like the bouncer kind of walked towards the bar and the guy followed him. And he started screaming in his face. He was like, what are you going to do? Are you going to fight a guy with one leg? And the bouncer was like, we're asking you just politely. You're going to have to leave. Then he came over close to where I was setting up. So I stopped setting up and I hid my equipment because he seemed like a nut job. And he was a bit of a nut job. And uh, then the manager came over and the bouncers. And then the dude was like trying to almost headbutt the bouncer. The bouncer was a huge bastard too. He was getting in his face and he was like, started screaming at him, I survived cancer and you're going to kick me out of this bar? And it's like, what? They don't correlate at all. And he started going off and then he started trying to hit people with his uh, crutches and he had one leg and his pants was like tucked, tied up so you could see he just had one leg. And uh, he started swinging the the crutches and then the bouncers like had to like catch him and like stop him. And then he tried to throw himself down the stairs. He was like, ah, they're attacking me. I have cancer. And I was like, um, this doesn't make any sense. I don't know what he's doing. And then he tried to throw himself down the stairs. And he was like, the newspapers are going to hear all about this. And I was like, there's too many witnesses watching you trying to pull a scam. It'll never work. And then they brought him down to the bottom of the steps. And he, they gave him back the crutch, his, his crutches. And like the whole bar had shut up and were just looking at him. And he was like, everyone sees that. Everyone sees that. These bastards are trying to fight me. And you're like, the bouncers weren't trying to fight him. Next minute he swings a crutch and hits a manager in the face. So they just take him and like escort him out. And he's still freaking. And then the main security guard was like, oh, did you see that? And I was like, yeah, I saw it. All right. It was crazy. What was up with him? And then the security guy was like, oh, perfect. You're going to have to make a police report. They're going to come up here and talk to you. And then you're just like, what? No. Because even though I didn't do anything wrong, for some reason, if they're like, oh, the police want to talk to you, I'm like, well, I'm going to confess to something. I don't want to tell them anything about that time I stole from the deaf people or the time I, I don't even know. But I don't want to talk to the to the popo. So then I'm like working and it's packed, playing the tunes. Um and I'm like I have to write out this police statement and you're just like, Jesus. Then you have to give your all names and details and you're just like, um 
all right, I'm just going to make my address and everything else uh, illegible. You won't be able to read. You won't be able to contact me. But that was weird. He'd thrown himself down the stairs. Nice touch. Nice touch. And then you meant he was trying to make fe- people feel bad for him. And then there was this one dude. I saw him there on a date with a girl, and he didn't see what happened. But he was like, came up to the bar, and he was like, this is a disgrace. Why would they do that to him? And I was like, it's not a disgrace. He was hitting people in the face with his crutch for no reason. And and your man was trying to be the man. I hate when dudes trying to be the men in front of their first dates. The girl was rolling her eyes to me at him behind his back. And he was just like, it's just, you don't treat people like that. I treat people well. You're like, all right, man, you're ruining your chances here with your date. Go on the way back there. And she literally rolled her eyes. And then she, I kept an eye on them because you know me, I'm a creep. And, um... She, uh, she, uh, she, um, she left five minutes later. She hugged him goodbye and he sat there on his own texting and eventually he realized he'd ruined his date. I don't know if it's because he was trying to be the man, but I was happy that he ruined it. Good work, social foe warrior, warrior. Good English. Thank you. And then uh, at the end of the night, I heard, oh, what a creepy fucker this was. There was a dude there at the bar at the very end of the night, and I could hear him talking. He was like, oh, hello. I'm not joking. That's how he was talking. He's like, hello. Oh, and who might you be? He was saying that he came up, and he was with a girl, and the girl was just like, she was moving her eyes like, oh, I don't know this guy. And then she was like, oh, thanks, that was a great night. And I was like, okay, I don't care. And then the dude was like, oh, hello, and who might you be? And I was like, is that your real voice? And he was like, of course it's my real voice. So I presumed he was like from England or somewhere theatrical. I don't know. I was like, where are you from? And he was like, L.A., of course. I was like, why is, that's not your real voice, though. And he was like, oh, you jealous because I'm well-traveled? And I was like, oh, this guy actually speaks like this. And he's from, like, down the street. He's from Beverly Hills. And he, and then he said, he was like, oh, you must know me because my father owns a restaurant with Eva Longoria and Brentwood. You must have heard about it. And then I was like, (laughs) wait, did you just name drop that quickly? And shoehorn it into this conversation that had nothing to do with. What are you on about? I was so confused. And he was chatting up this girl, but he was clearly gay. Like, clearly. I'd seen him earlier in the night, and I was I was like, oh, he's definitely gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying this guy was so gay. And then he was, like, chatting up the girl. And she was confused. She's like, I don't know why he's chatting me up. Isn't he? Isn't that his boyfriend? I was like, I don't know what to do. And then he came up, he was like, oh, I was going to say, you did a very splendid job tonight, but you're coming at me with all these accusations. And I was like, here, man, you're hilarious. I don't know what's going on, but keep it up. And he was like, you seem to be jealous of my intellect. I was like, no, I'm not at all. I just think you're very funny, and I like how you dropped the name. And he was like, we could have been good friends. I was going to invite you to a party. And I was like, nah, I'm going home. Thanks, though. And then he went down the stairs with the girl. 
And then I finished packing up my stuff and then I went down by the exit and he was like, oh, look who it is, the man who's jealous of me and my intellect. And I was like, man, you're hilarious. I don't know if you know, but you're very funny. And he was like, oh, are you saying this? Wait, you think you're smarter than me? You can't even speak German. That was weird that he like brought German out of nowhere because I could speak it fluently or at least I could I can still speak it enough and he said something to me what's he saying in German he was like oh and what is your name and I replied in German and then I was like and what else do you have to say and he was like oh da which is Russian for yes and I was like alright cool man I can speak German too what are you is this a dick swinging contest and he was like well I said da not ya and da is Russian so I'm clearly the intellect and I was like alright man it's been funny but it's also getting weird getting a bit aggressive and going to bow out and then outside he, he dropped one more name he was like you're just jealous that I hang out with and I didn't even know the person I was like, oh, that's a great night. The one-legged man claiming he had cancer, throwing himself down the stairs. And this fucking intellectual with the stupid voice. Oh, hello. I'm well-traveled. Oh, at least he didn't say, I'm Irish too, you know. Which I presume is going to happen a lot in the next couple of hours. This has been going on. I realized too. Some guy asked me for directions the other day, and I realized like if you're in Ireland, in America they just give directions because all the streets are straight, narrow, straight, left, right. Go down there two blocks, it's right there on your left. If you ask someone in Ireland for directions, you're going to get a little fable, a little story that doesn't make any sense, confusing as funk. It's going to be, oh. You know, you go, well, you shouldn't be starting from here now. you got to be starting from somewhere else because this is a bad starting point, you know. And then you're going to go. I saw someone, on, I tweeted that and someone on Twitter said, they asked someone for directions and the woman said, oh, God, I don't know. I, I'm not good at thinking outside. That's a very Irish statement. I'm not good at thinking outside. I have to be inside, indoors, and then I can think. But they'll say something. You know, now you go down the street there now and you'll, you'll see a big house with a red door. Don't go near that house with the red door. If you see the house with the red door, you've gone too far. But you haven't gotten far enough because you got to go. Keep going past that now. You're going to come to a split in the road. You don't take the split. You take the road. You take the road, not the split. One time I took split. Oh, jeez, I never heard the end of it. Sure didn't I end up in Donegal. Donegal and sure aren't we in Wicklow. Don't even ask me about that one now. There was too many pints in that night. Oh, by Christ. Seamus was at it all day. He was like, I just want to know uh, where the nearest place to buy milk is. And the guy will be like, oh, it's right there. Right there. There you go. Good to go. Thank you for the directions. Oh, the joys of living in old Ireland. You can't beat it. You can't. You can win it, but you can't beat it. Or what has happened this weekend? I was in San Diego for a show the other night. San Diego some weird place. They like comedy, and we were at this show, bar show, Mission Beach or something, and like they were all there for the comedy show. But they get so loud and drunk and rowdy. You're like, are you heckling me? No, you're just you're talking so loud. 
it's an odd place, it's the worst place I do. You could do shows, and I think they can't just sit there and laugh. They have to repeat the joke lines, punchlines over and over, and be like, "Yeah, you're funny, man." You're like, "I know." I was in the middle of talking, and they're just like, "I love you." And you're like, "All right, you gotta shut the fuck up." And they're like, oh, "Okay." Now should I stop talking now? And you're like, "Yeah, man, stop talking." But it's weird. We did a show. Uh, it's like the best bear show down there. And it was across from this motel. It was on Mission Beach, Pacific Beach. And like 12 years ago, I remember myself and my buddies in college went to San Diego. And uh, we randomly stayed in this motel the first two nights. Maybe longer, maybe a week. And it was the motel across from the bear. And I was like, ah, oh, Jesus, I remember this place. We stayed here, we all stayed in one room, and I got the worst diarrhea ever because I ate something dodgy and the flight, and I drank water from the kitchen t- or the bathroom tap, and we drank so many beers, and I was stuck in the toilet all night long because I couldn't hack the heat. And it was right across from the bar where we were now doing the show, a packed house. And I was like, wow, life is like a flat circle, something, I don't know, made, didn't make sense at the time, it doesn't make sense now. But that was a laugh, so good work, San Diego. Some people are like, oh, we're listening to the podcast. So if you're listening, good work, you fucking loud bastards. Come along again the next time. Um, All right, I, I wanted to talk. Uh, maybe I will talk more. Have you seen, do you know, my new goal in life is to be so successful and rich that I can have a son as smug as Brooklyn Beckham. Beckham? Beckham. You should go check out his Instagram. I don't know what he does, photographer... He has an iPhone, Snapchat. He does fucking nothing. Look how smug his head is. It's unreal. Jesus, it's mental. All right, I got to go. I have a show tonight. So great talk, people. Good work. Keep up the fine work. If you're in LA tonight, come to the Laugh Factory. It's a sold-out show, but come and look in the window. Eight o'clock. Check out my books, Random, Random, or Freedom. Online, trickadoo on Twitter, uh, Snapchat, send me those nudes, and Instagram, the Americas. All right, good work, good chat. Not really, but thank you. Good talk, I do. Good talk, good talk, good talk, good talk.